Season 2 of the Pat and JT Podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Decided to let that run a little bit longer than normal, just kind of play out the rest of the song. I, I know you didn't hear it. I know you didn't hear it. I didn't I, hear a thing. Are you but, sure it worked? Yep, positive. Well, no, oh I'm not positive, okay. but I'm pretty sure that it worked. If, okay. it, if it didn't, if it didn't work, no one will know because I'll fix it later. <laughs> That's, That's what I love about it. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so uh, as we speak, it is Tuesday, and we're going to have the heat advisory today, so it's going to be uh, wicked hot all weekend, all week long. So I decided to get up extra early, and I was cutting branches this morning. Oh wow! That's aggressive. Yeah, I cut branches and I bundled, and so I got them all done without really breaking a sweat. I got warm, but it was it was warm, but it's like either early in the morning or you got to wait till really late at night because even in the evening, yeah. it's still stupid hot. Um, and the cicadas were rocking last night. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, I've never, I've noticed this year. Um, I had never witnessed cicada killers going after cicadas before. Oh yeah. Um, but I just, this, this summer on our deck, you can look in our back on our patio, whatever, and just watch up in the tree and they're just swarming the tree looking for these cicadas it's crazy and you seen them dig them or you ever seen one see them drag them into a hole uh no good lord i've oh, never lord. Love to it see is that. it is violent it is unreal wow I, uh and, and uh, i've had i have a lot more of those stupid cicada killers than i have ever had uh -huh. um, and i'm and i know we talk about this every flipping year i do not remember these things even being existing mm -mm. prior to maybe five eight years ago oh do you think that's another one of your 2012 sort of matrix glitches on our matrix i don't know when you when you were a kid no never i mean we literally lived on a farm and and literally we had a dry lot for the horses to come in from the pasture right where so when i say dry lot it's like the 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 ground from them the horses walking around in the lot the the, the dirt is just like a fine powder it's like baby powder it's so soft it's dry dry lot and that's where they love to dig. They love to dig, right? They love dry areas, dry dirt. They don't like wet at all. Never saw a cicada killer growing up. Nope, never, never. did. Ever, ever, ever. Mm -mm. And and they're then now they're worse than ever this year. And I'm starting to see what people were talking about. Um, that they'll destroy a yard. I mean, they have done some serious damage a couple of places in my yards are in my yard, like I was thinking side yard and backyard, but I've got them in three areas. Oh, oh and there's some even that live under the mailbox for God's sake and around the, the mailbox. They, they have, so I'm sure the mailman is like, holy crap. Cause yeah. they, they come out there. The guys came over and they were doing some work in the backyard and they went to turn on the water. Well, that's where they all live for the, for the most part. It seems like there's, there's, I don't know how many little, little holes back there. And um, they wouldn't walk back there. And I'm like, well, okay, I'm to the point where they don't really startle me because they really don't do anything to you. Mm -mm. If you just like go back to really business. Piss, you got to really piss them off to have them even do anything. Yeah, I haven't heard a story of anybody getting stung by one of those. I think I think there's a p potential. But yeah, you're right. I haven't heard of it actually happening. Mm -mm. Um, but it is. And then it also bothers me too because my dogs chase them. Yeah. They want to catch them. Oh, I'm, I'm like, sure. No. They would probably bite. I think they probably would bite a dog's nose if, if yeah. Or sting their tongue. That would qualify as pissing them off really bad. I think so. <laughs> I think. Not sure, but I think. So, yeah. So they're like in three or four places in my backyard. And then every once in a while, too, there'll be a, a time where I don't see any of them. And I'm like, oh, are they gone now? Maybe they're gone now. And then six hours later, pff, 
There they all are. I don't know. They were taking a nap, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) But those things are, they're crazy, but I have seen them come one fly past me and he's got a cicada and then just drag it right into the hole in the ground. And I would not, the voyeur in me would love to see that. That is crazy scary. I don't know. I'm not sure about the whole life cycle of these things. So do they, they drag them down there. The queen, the queen is laying her eggs in these holes. Is that, is that, can somebody explain this to me? It sounds like it. It sounds like it would work. And they leave a cicada for food and then they come out. Some, so and then if you've seen any of the, the, the like two, two inch long, they're like a real iridescent blue that are fly, flying around. No, I've seen a lot of those around those same nests. And I'm wondering, are those the offspring and they, or are they, are they just other bugs that are also like hanging around with the cicada killers? Cause I've never seen these before either. Yeah. I don't know. I've never seen that at all. I'll send you a picture because okay. I, I tried to take a picture of them because they were just walking around on the ground really weird, but they're like at least two inches long and they got these great big wings and they just, they're really crazy. Man, no, I've never, never seen that before. <sighs> yeah. Never not a fan. No, not a fan. If I'd won the billion dollar mega millions jackpot, I would hire, I would hire a team of people to come in. <laughs> Get rid of them. Get rid of them. It's funny. This, it's so funny. I saw this great story. It was the, the people that lost their their reactions and somebody put it all together into a story and <laughs> some of these are so funny one of them said we won two dollars in the mega millions lottery please respect our privacy as our fam- family decides how to move forward in this pivotal moment <laughs> it, seemed, it seems so um uneven with i know if you get the powerball or whatever and one other number it was four bucks it was four dollars i mean it's it just, just seems like come on dudes you have <laughs> come on just give me a little more than that. Right. And another one, it's like a one in 302 million odds. And, and you know, the chances were just minuscule. But still, there were people out there like us, you know, buying their tickets um, and thinking, well, what if? Yeah, you never know. Someone's got to win it. Someone eventually has to win it. You just never know. Right. And it had been since, I think, since April, since they had a winner. Um, but I, I did find out a few things about the ticket, where it was sold, and who won it. Um, it was in Illinois, as we knew that. And it was in, is it Des Plaines? Des Plaines, Illinois? Yeah, Des I believe Plains? that's, yeah. Right? Not like Des Moines, Des Plaines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Des Moines, Des Plaines. That's when I heard them announce the city. That's all I could think of was Des Plaines, Des Plaines. Des Plaines. It's, is it Des Plaines or Des Plaines? Des Plaines and Des Moines have different ways of saying their names. Anyway, the town itself is like 60,000. And get this, that is where they film most of uh, the Breakfast Club. Random. At that at the high school that's now closed. But it was the close, that was the high school that was in that, that town. That was where wow. they, they filmed it. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, crazy. super random. So it was sold at a, at a gas station, a Speedway gas station. So they're, they're guessing, possibly, it's just a traveler. Um, and they're only five miles away from O'Hare International Airport. Oh, so, so they could have jumped on. Yeah. So what's the, like, if somebody yeah. buys the ticket, whatever, who knows? That person could have thrown the ticket away accidentally. It never, never to be revealed ever. How long do they have to, they wait until for them to re- in like cash in their ticket? I think it's a year. I think it can be up to a year. So that money just sits in the bank. Collecting giddy interest up. that they won't get. Wow, giddy up. Right. Um, I would then, buy, I would buy a ticket if they offered a ticket for like a hundred bucks and, and the, the, this ticket is uh, maybe what, what would it be? Maybe. Uh, yeah. 
How could we work this to where the pe people could buy in to taking advantage of the money staying in the bank? Like I'll buy a ticket for a thousand bucks and however long the money from the drawing to the time somebody claims whatever the jackpot is, you get a percentage of that interest and I'll buy into that. You That's could not, idea. you could not like you, they could cash it in in a week and you would only get nothing or a yeah. buck, but you could buy into potentially people like this, not cashing it in or something. And you can reap the rewards. Of that. Right. Well, that, I mean, really you think about the follow through on this and I'm wondering how many times that's happened that, that a winning ticket was sold. So they started the whole lottery over again, but the person didn't ever pick up their money. Yeah. Cause what happens to, I mean, where's the follow through on that? Where's the follow up? Cause I'm just wondering there, it has to happen more often Probably. than we realize because, because if you're winning this kind of money, you aren't, if you're smart, you aren't coming forward right away. You're getting your ducks in a row um, and trying to figure out how you're going to take care of this, trying to figure out how you're going to protect it and figuring out how you're going to deflect all the people that are going to claim to be related. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I would probably I would get my ducks in a row, but I would I would not wait too long to cash it in. Like I would, I would go someplace, I'd go to Centris and I would get a, a safety deposit box or whatever. And I would put it in there and I would then hide the key, whatever I'd have to do. But then I would make sure that I went the next day to get a lawyer and the next day to get an, a, whatever, an accountant. And go. then I don't know what I would, that's. All right. So I've got, this is the fun part is it's $1.28 billion. Did I hear your adding machine just print something out? No. Oh, I thought you were just printed out something. You heard my printer print something. Out. Oh, okay. Not my adding machine. Your adding machine's here at work. No, it's not. I don't have it there anymore. Anyway, so $1.28 billion. If you want to just take the cash, $747 million. That's the That's what, how much you lose if you decide to just take the cash. So it's $1.3 billion okay. or $747 million. So that's a big jump, a yeah, big difference, right? I'd be fine with that, whatever. So you, well, you take that, then this is where a lot of people get in trouble is they don't think about the tax implications, right? And what's going to happen next year when they have to file their taxes. So first off, 24% of that is kept by the IRS right off the top, which is odd because you are already in the top tax bracket by winning that, which is 37%. So they're going to keep 24% of that money. So that's going to drop you down to five hundred sixty-seven million dollars. Okay, okay. So let me. I'm confused. So the the jackpot was one point what? Two one billion? point. Say one point three. Okay, one point three billion. And then so when you get seven forty-nine, that's not taxes taken out already. I always assumed that was taxes taken out already. That's just the difference between paying it out over a lifetime or taking the lump sum. Oh really? Oh, I always thought when you got less, if you got the lump sum, it was because they took taxes out. Mm -mm. Oh, okay. then they take the taxes out. So then you go from 747 to 567. Don't spend anything yet because like we said, the tax rate is 37% and you are now in the 37% for sure. So you're going to have to make up that difference on that, which will be another $97 million that you'll have to pay, which would come around on April 15th. So that drops you down again. So if you take the 24%, the extra 13%, the tax is $276 million, which leaves the winner with about $470 million. But that's not all yet. And that's not done. So $470 million is where you're at. And then the state where you're at may have a tax, which Illinois does have about a 5% income tax. 
um, on their lottery taxes. So that's another 37 million. So 433 million would be the end result. Wow. So from 1.3 billion to 400 million, you're, I mean, you're, you're literally almost losing a billion dollars. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Between the annuity and the payout and the taxes. And that's where a lot of, they say a lot of people, and they, they kind of went through some of the instances where people got in trouble because they weren't accounting for that extra 37% because they keep 24%, but you still have to make up that 13% once you're in that 37% tax bracket. And they spend their money, give it to people, do all this other stuff when they first get it. And then they turn around, they have no money and they can't afford their tax bill. Yeah. Right. That's why you get it. You get people, you get people to help you and tell you what to do. Cause immediately. Yeah. Right. Yep. You have to, do you remember that story about the woman, the waitress, it was a waffle house and she was given a lottery ticket as a tip mm -hmm. and she won $10 million. And then she started giving some to her family. But apparently the problem was, was she decided to change the ownership and made it public because she already claimed it as herself. And then she tried to change the ownership to a corporation and the IRS is like, <laughs> no, no. Mm -mm. And so she lost and she lost all of her money. Oh. All that was gone. And, and the, the stories that are like that, it's just, it's crazy the number of times. Well, you remember that, what was that family that won that great big, oh my God, and they were like in Kentucky or Tennessee or something like that. And, and the last, and he spent all his money on like hookers. And I mean, he had yeah. a, a bag full of money in his truck and, and, and at the end he had no money. Left. Yeah. Like a duffel bag with 200 grand in it, a, a whole bunch of Coke and about three hookers in the back of his truck and just hammered, no shirt on driving. Yeah. To Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. The guy's like, I'm going out in a blaze of glory. All this money's gone and I'm out. Isn't that just crazy? Like that would be, I would think as a human being, as an adult, your default on a couple situations you could be in in life. If you are in questioned by the police and it's like, you don't, you don't have your, poop in a group, you automatically get into a lawyer. No matter, even if you are 1000% innocent, you get an attorney. I don't care if that makes you look guilty. You get an attorney. Genitory. And also you win the lottery. If it's above even 10 grand, you go to an accountant and say, what do I do? Is there, are, what are my options? Just do it. Yeah. What, what am I not? What do I not know? Yeah. <laughs> where, right. where am I going to be hit? And then on top of that, on a good side, um, they said that half the proceeds of all the tickets that were sold, or I say, let's say, say this again, half the proceeds from the sale of each ticket remains in the state where the ticket was sold. That's a good thing. The retailer that sells the winning ticket gets a 1% bonus, but it's capped at $500,000 in Illinois. So the winner, the owner of that Speedway gas station is going to get 500,000, which is pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just some, some little, little tidbits about, winning a billion dollars. So, <laughs> but yeah, it makes you think about taking the lump sum or taking the annuity, the lump sum. I mean, the grant that's still $400 million, right? It's not, that's nothing. It's life changing money for your family. If you do it right for generations of your family. Yeah. Even though it was a billion, now it's 400 million. But again, still you're fine. Like you're if fine. somebody's <laughs> like, we're going to, you're going to win a billion, but you're only going to walk away with 5 million. I'm like, Hey, giddy up. Even I'm 5 good with million. That. Yeah. They're walking away with 400 million. Yeah. So they're fine. They're okay. They're going to be all right. Yeah. So anyway, so there was that. And then I forgot about that this, this weekend, just something for you to roll around in your head. You probably saw the post about George Jetson. And if you didn't look into George Jetson and why he's trending on Twitter, uh, his birthday was on Sunday. 
his birthday was uh, George Jetson that. in the TV show. This and the show was in the early sixties, um, but the t- the his George Jetson was born July thirty first, twenty twenty two, and the show takes place in twenty sixty two, which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm like, wait a minute, we're there. We're there. He's this is the year that George Jetson was born. So sometime between now and 2062, Elon Musk has to get his poop in a group. Speaking that we said that twice in one episode. Yeah. Um, because we need those flying cars. Uh, we're getting closer, though. I saw something I, I never I don't watch uh, CBS Sunday morning at all. I, I, I used to like that show a lot, but it's everything's political. Everything's whatever. So remember when they used to what was the guy's name that used to be on CBS Sunday mornings? And he would do like he was from Nebraska. From, Dan from Nebraska. Yeah, yeah I remember his name. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would do these these wonderful things, just like human interest things. And they were so good. Yeah. I love those. I love those. Um, but anyway, yeah, yeah no, I, no, you're I, I used to love that too. Um, that's when it was good. It wasn't like agenda filled, whatever. Yeah. But they showed they did did do a story that was kind of cool about these. There's I think three or four cities right now. Dallas is one and Phoenix is another, where there are two different companies in each city that are uh, experimenting with drone delivery. So we're getting closer and closer. I, in the next 10 years, I think we're going to have, I mean, they are already working on, uh, yeah. drone taxi cabs, whatever, where people can hop in and you zip off. Um, but yeah, these yeah. people were getting, uh, well, it was like less than five minutes to get, you could order a coffee at Starbucks or wh- wherever. And you could, these drones would bring it to your house. Wouldn't spill it food. It, it was amazing. They're, and I believe you, I believe that they are getting closer. I saw there was a video and granted, granted, not a car, but it was like that jetpack, and it showed it was the military was using it, and the guy, serviceman, it was in the jetpack, and he went from one ship and over to another ship that he flew over there with his little jetpack, and I'm like, oh, that's that is one step away from being a vehicle right mm-hmm. there. Oh yeah, I that think is- we're we're closer, we're closer than we think. Then we mm-hmm. are definitely closer than we think. And there's no way it's not going to be an absolute cluster f when everybody gets their own cars and they're up in the air. Cause we can't follow the, we can't stay inside the lines on the roads 100%. and there's 100%. no lines up there. <laughs> what, what, what's going to happen is by the time we get that good, we're not going to need people to drive to fly us. Cause we'll, cause we don't need people to drive us now with them, uh, with the unmanned v- cars and Ubers in bigger cities. So we don't even need that. Okay. Anymore. So now you're right back to total recall, mm-hmm. um, yeah, where they were sure. flying around. They had the mannequins, that yep. were the little cab drivers. Yep. That show may have been my and I don't think, you know, I love my airplane shows and there are, I didn't realize this, but more times than not, an airliner when we're up in it is being flown, not by the pilots. Even taking off and landing is about the only time that they have really input in to the landing. But a lot of them, those planes can land and take take off themselves. So we're already there. We just don't realize it. Maybe we are. Maybe aren't we just, they haven't told us yet. <laughs> but yeah, I keep thinking about uh, Total Recall. We've talked about this before because that's, that's, it's got the billboards that are, that are pre-cog, you know, <laughs> and telling you because they, they know what things you like because you're walking around with your phone. And then, and now we've got that, obviously. And then they've got the, the driverless taxi cabs with the little mannequins. Uh, I think it'll look a little slicker than it did in that movie. But um, there was a lot so, yeah. of things in there that are coming true. Yeah. So nope, it's true. So anyway, so that's all I got. Billion dollars in George Jetson. Yeah, that's, that's hey. That's what I brought to the table today. That's and, and you, said, you said poop in a group uh, twice. So that's right. Pretty and good. poop in pretty a group two times. And, yeah. Uh, cicada killers. Yep. So it was a good one. There you go. Very exciting. <laughs> and Centra says thank you. Um, yeah. Just a reminder that coming up this weekend, 
they are going to be out there uh, at 132nd and Pacific at the headquarters for Centris, and that's where they're going to be having the Cruising for a Cure Omaha Car Show and free prostate cancer screening. It starts at 10 o'clock in the morning. It goes till 3 o'clock. The free screenings are from 10 to 2. It's a blood test, and all it tells you is if you're uh, maybe it shows something may, maybe elevated, maybe might, something you might want to get in touch with your doctor about. They've been doing this for over 10 years and we're super excited. We're going to have one of the superstars from Centris is going to be on the program with us tomorrow. Uh, Jeff Shapiro is going to be joining us and we're really excited to get a chance to talk to him uh, about what, what all they're going to be doing. Yep, and, and they'd love to hear from you if you want a billion. Um, right. I guarantee, guarantee they would. <laughs> They'd come pick you up. You'd be like, hey, I got a billion dollar ticket. You'd, the whole everybody from Centris would come running. Yes, they would. Rightfully so. Um, right so, here. and you can call them at 402-334-7000 um, or get on their website. It's centrisfcu.org. Very good. And we're going to give you one more one more website to write down, which is bigredfanclub.com. Um, and Pat, I have to say, you came up with a fantastic idea yesterday about Big Red Fan Club. Get in on it early. Buy it as a gift which would be fantastic for the Husker in your life. Yeah, because who knows? We're not even in season yet. What's going to happen? Because this is give, gives you direct access to some of these players, thanks to NIL. And who knows? During the season, you could. who knows what you're going to get during the season? Direct access, probably more than the uh, media gets. Um, seriously, and mm -hmm. it's really inexpensive. Um, the, the, the whole thing went live just in the last few days. And if you want to be one of the insiders where you have Q and A's with players, giveaways, raffles, all kinds of great stuff online, it's bigredfanclub.com. It's amazing. Boom. Uh, you guys, thank you for listening to our podcast. You can text us at 402-403-9485. That's our text number. You can also, um, give us a, leave us a voicemail as well. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Pat and JT podcast. A Huda Media Production.